What is up, Iron Family? Welcome to the Secrets of the Fit and Successful Podcast. Today we are talking about you'll die without a why. Super, super, I say it every time, super important concept and uh, one that is near and dear to my heart. I have my whys and I will tell you right now, they're the reason that I have not quit in the past six years. And I guarantee you, anything you do in your life you're going to run into struggles. You're going to run into hardships. If you do not have a strong why, and specifically if you don't have these three specific whys set up, it's going to be very hard for you to see whatever it is you're doing through to completion. So why is strong why? A strong why is going to carry you through those periods of low motivation, of low momentum. I talk a lot about momentum because I firmly believe that momentum is absolutely key when it comes to building anything, whether it's a business, a strong physique, a healthy relationship, a family, you need momentum. And that momentum drives inspiration. It drives happiness. It drives progress. And if you are feeling like you're in a period of low momentum, it's going to lower your motivation. You're going to feel as if you're not making as much progress. And that, that is when discipline comes in. That's when you have to fall back on your why the reason for doing all of this. And I like to have three specific reasons for doing something because a lot of times one reason or one simple why is not going to be enough to justify the amount of discipline it's gonna take to see this thing through to the end. So your why, think of it as a source of propulsion. I want to imagine that your journey is like skipping a stone across water. That initial throw is you jumping in. It's you doing something scary, right? It's you starting a fitness journey. It's you saying, you know what? I'm going to quit my job. I'm going to start a business. It's you saying, you know what? I'm doing it. I'm jumping into the relationship field. I'm starting a relationship with someone. Doing that is the initial propulsion, right? You've started, the th you've thrown the stone. It's skipping, right? When you start off, the stone has a ton of speed. There's a lot of momentum. It's been propelled, right? You've you're riding that initial high of motivation, that initial high of like, oh my gosh, I'm doing this, I'm starting, I've taken action. And that action, you know, at right before you took it, your life might have been stagnant in that area, right? You might have been sick of your job and you've been wanting to start this new one. And you've stagnated. Now that you've taken the jump, you've got momentum. You you know, hadn't been in a relationship for so long, your relationship, your your love life had stagnated. And now you're taking that leap again, that creates momentum. But what happens is every time something pops up, that is the stone hitting the water and skipping again. And that little skip starts to create a little bit of friction. And eventually, without any propulsion, the stone begins to slow. And as it slows, it skips more and more times. And those periods of friction become more and more common. They become closer and closer together. And without any further propulsion, eventually the stone stops skipping and it sinks. And the journey ends. That is your journey without a strong why. If you merely throw the stone and you don't provide any more propulsion, it is inevitable that the stone will stop skipping eventually and sink. And it is no different in anything that you do in life. You need to have a source of propulsion beyond the initial jumping into whatever that endeavor was. That is your why. Your whys are the propulsion it's what keeps you going when the initial momentum dies out from that choice, right? Like I said, maybe you quit your job and you're starting this new endeavor. Yeah, that's exciting. You create momentum. But what happens when it doesn't start working out exactly like you planned? 
you have that first hiccup. You don't make as much money in the first month as you thought you were going to do. If you don't have a strong reason for why you're doing this, those little tiny pieces of friction, those skips on the water are going to start slowing your stone down. And momentum goes both ways, right? If you start having a lot of negative momentum, it's going to come sooner and sooner and closer and closer together. And eventually that stone will stop skipping. So when momentum slows, discipline has to grow. Momentum's great because it's going to keep your motivation high. It's going to keep you loving what you're doing because what you're doing right now is there's no hardship to it. There's nothing that is making it insanely hard to do because everything's working well. But when you start to have those hardships, when you start to encounter that resistance towards that A to B goal that you're trying to have, that you're trying to get to, that, that's when you need the extra propulsion. That's when you need the discipline and you need a why to get you to do that discipline, to, to enact that discipline. So, like I said earlier, three whys. What are your three whys? You need to have first a selfish why. This is simple. This is what's going to get you started. And it doesn't have to be some giant dream. It doesn't have to be some like selfish ethical act. Like it, it is just a selfish why. Look at a fitness journey, for example. Your selfish why could simply be, I want abs because I want people to notice me when I go to the beach. I want to look good when I take my shirt off. I want people to look at me and be like, wow, that guy works out. I want to wear a bikini on the beach and have people go, wow, that lady's really in shape. That woman has an amazing body. That's the selfish why. That's the first one you need to have. And there's nothing wrong with having your selfish why. You see, a selfish why is the get you going. It makes you start. It's um, the instant gratification of whys, right? It's if I do this, one of the first results is going to be this nice kickback for me. And there's nothing wrong. Again, I'm telling you right now, there's nothing wrong with having a selfish why. You just have to make sure it's not the only reason you're doing something. And that's why I say that your why should come in three. So your first why, the why that helps get you started, and the easiest why is your selfish why. Why did I start my business? Well, because I think I can make more money for myself on my own. I want to have the freedom. I want to work on my own schedule. I want to create my own income. I would like to buy a nice car. I would like to live in a nice house. I would like to have the possibility for my success to be owned by me, not by some corporation I work for. Those are the selfish whys because it's all about me, 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 but there's nothing wrong with that because I have two more whys that are coming to get a little bit deeper. So the second why you need to have is your selfless why, a why that's a bit outside of yourself. And this is the keep you going why. If the selfish why is the get you going, the selfless why, the outgoing why, is what's going to keep you going. Because when things get really hard, it's easy to justify why we don't want that little quick payout, right? Oh, I want abs for when I go on vacation on the summer, you know, when I'm you know, on vacation this summer. Yeah, okay. After a couple weeks of dieting, you start having this question like, well, is it really worth it? Like, you know, I'm not eating out as much as I used to. I have to say no to drinking every night with my friends. Is it worth it? Is, are the abs really that worth it? Maybe not. Maybe, maybe it was a fun idea. I tried it, but you know, I'd rather go drinking with my friends than have abs because it's just not that important to me. Like at the end of the day, it's just people 
looking at my body. Why do I really care? And you see, you can justify your way out of that because selfish wise are often very materialistic. They're very vain and they can be great to get us to start something, but they're not great to get us to finish something because it's easy to justify them away. But when we start going selfless, it becomes a little bit more. It takes the, it takes the journey outside of ourselves. Maybe you're a mom and you're like, yeah, you know what? I want my bikini body back. I want to look like I did in college. I want to go out there and I don't want to have the mom bod. I want to be, you know, in my bikini feeling good. Just like, yeah, I'm owning it. I'm walking the beach and everyone's like, wow, you look great. Look at you. Three kids in and you look like that. That's amazing. That's the selfish why. Now let's get a little deeper. Maybe your selfless why goes a little deeper. And it says, I want that not because of how those people are going to perceive me. I wonder for how my kids are going to perceive me. I want to be there for my kids. I want to be the best version of myself for my kids. I want to show them a good example of what it means to take care of my body. I want to be there for a long time for my kids. When I'm in my 50s and 60s and 70s, I want to have such an ingrained habit of taking care of my bodies that I'm not only living with my kids and my grandkids, but I'm active. I'm active in their life. I'm not sitting in a wheelchair with diabetes and worried that, you know, I could die. I don't want to constantly worried that, you know, I'm going to die of a heart attack because I ate unhealthy for all these years and it's too late now. This, ooh, pause during, there we go. <laughs> my, uh, my live stream went down for a second. Um, this selfless why becomes a little deeper because it's, it's all about making sure that we're doing it for an, a reason outside of ourselves. I think for parents, it's super easy, right? If you're a dad, you want to be able to play ball with your kids into your 50s, into your 60s. You want to be there. You want to be active for your grandkids. You know, you want to set the example to them. You don't want them to look at you and say, wow, you know, gosh, when I grow up, I guess I just, you know, I get fat and I stop moving. Like that is not the example you want to set. So this journey for you might become more about showing the younger generations, showing your kids, showing your grandkids that it is all about being a strong version of yourself, being healthy, being there for them. And so while the selfish why might be, yeah, I want abs for the summer because I want to look good. The selfless why, the one that's going to carry you through is going to be that outside of myself, doing it for someone else, doing it for my kids, doing it to be that example, doing it to be there for them longer than I would have if I didn't do this. And that brings me to the third why. What's your third why for doing something? That needs to be your scary why. You hear a lot of this. You hear people who when they talk about doing something great. Anyone who's achieved something great. When they talk back about it, they're like, I never envisioned it being like this. You know, they're like, I started it for this reason and this reason, and it just grew. And it's because they got in probably for a selfish why. It grew and they stuck with it because it became a selfless why. And now they're at a level beyond that they, what they could ever thought it would turn into. And that is their scary why. Because in the back of their head, they always thought maybe it's possible. Maybe it could happen. For you, that could be, I wanted abs for the summer. That turned into, I want to be a role model for my family, for my kids. I want to break the cycle of being unhealthy. And from that, the scary why is, what if it's possible that through my journey, I could end up inspiring 1,000 people to do this, 10,000 people to do this, 1 million people to do this? What if I could change the very way the world works 
because I decided one day to start something. And that's a scary why because it's a huge goal. And you can't even, you can't even fathom how you're going to get from just starting to there. But having that in the back of your head, that is going to drive you so far because it's not even thinking in terms of me or outside of me. It's thinking on a scope that we can't even fathom. But knowing that the possibility for it is out there, the possibility that that little thing you're doing right now, this little action you're taking, this little project you're starting could one day, if you stick with it, change the world, change tens of thousands of lives. That's the big scary goal. So when you're committing to something, when you're going out there and saying, I want to do this, I want to do that, start with the selfish why and don't be ashamed of it. I want to do this because I want to make more money. I want to do this because I've got a car I want to buy. I've got a house I want to buy. I want to look good. I want people to respect me. I want people to look at me and be like, hey, that guy looks good. And then make it a selfless why. I want to do this because I want to inspire. I want to do this because I want to lead the way. I want to do this because I want to be there for my family, for my friends. And then get big and scary with it. Go big. Go, go the distance. Say, I don't want to just do this for me. I don't even want to just do this for my family and friends anymore. I want to do this to change a generation. I want to do this to help thousands of people. If you do that, if you get there, you'll look back and you'll say, at the beginning, I never ever thought way down the road, this is where I would be at. I never thought that just because I decided to get fit one summer, it would lead to me becoming a coach and helping thousands of people. But the fact that possibility is there, it is going to drive you through so many lows. It's going to help create momentum through so many valleys and help you reach so many peaks. So whatever you're doing, you need a why for it. And I think you should pick three whys. Pick your selfish why, pick your selfless why, and pick a big scary why. And don't be ashamed of the big scary why, and don't be ashamed of the selfish why. Go all in for all three of them. And in that way, I think you're going to find that anything you put your mind to is possible.